Welcome to another episode of the Good Guys Podcast. My name is Brandon Dixon. I am a happily married man and a humble father of four. And as always, I am here with none other than the Honorable, the Reverend Joshua Ezzy. What's good, BD? Doing good, man. Doing good. Week number three. We're going strong. Man, boy, we got this almost out. This actually outlasted Drake and Meek Mill beef. We we back to back to back, bro. Back to back to back to back. And we've got a great I'm, episode today. Bro, I must say, I'm very proud of you, bro. Thank you. I am. We yeah. haven't been this consistent since 2016, bro. Mm, it's been a while. Been a while. It's been a while, but bro, you really, you really committed, bro, and I, I really just want to say I appreciate that, bro. I was, you know, this close to be uh, starting a good guy podcast. <laughs> it was just going to be monolithic. It was just going to be me, like Colin Cowherd, just me talking to myself, just, uh, you know, just taste testing foods by myself, just doing my own ones. Got to go, confusing myself, convincing myself of the other side. I was ready to do it, but you saved the people and myself from humiliation. Yeah, that sounds like a bad idea. Not gonna lie, but bro, they, the streets call me Mister Consistent, bro. Okay, well, you you do have that going for you, so yeah, that's good. But uh, I, I'm definitely glad that we're still doing the Good Guys plural podcast, and we've got a great great episode today. Um, so we're gonna go ahead uh, go ahead and get into it. We're gonna start as usual with the weekly airing of grievances. Josh, I'm told that you, my friend, Damn. actually have an airing of grievances. The floor is yours. Let me tell y'all something. It is hot in North Carolina. Mm. My air and a grievance is, why didn't we have spring? <laughs> How do we go from 60 degrees to 90 degrees? We didn't even have 70s or 80s at all. Like, I'm robbed from my 70s and 80s. I'm Those like the best weather conditions, not 80s, my 70s. How do we go from 60 to 100 real quick? How do we go? How do we go from cold weather, mm-hmm. jacket weather, to you know I'm feeling I'm unreverend, like I don't even feel like a reverend when I'm out there in the heat. How am I supposed to share the gospel in the heat? <laughs> my flesh rises up, not that flesh, but I'm just talking about just 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 hot, bro. Mm. My errand of grievance is, yo, what are they doing to this weather, bro? And why, like, bro, like for the last five years we haven't had spring or fall. It's like we have spring for like four days, fall for like six, mm-hmm. and then here comes winter right in the face. Get a jacket. Then all of a sudden you think spring is here. You think you're just going to go outside and just be welcomed by a brisk wind? Mm-hmm. No. You welcomed by heat. Mm. I'm like, what's going on? Are we being judged? <laughs> Has Charlotte sinned? Ever since Billy Graham died, now all of a sudden we have nothing now but just heat? Bro, do you know how dangerous it is to, to, to navigate life to avoid people's crazy during winter? Do you know how much you have to avoid people's crazy during summer? Mm. You know, people are their utmost crazy when it's hot. This is true. If I feel the way I feel when it's hot, I know these sinners out here, dude. <laughs> if the saint is is <laughs> was a sinner that just that fell down but got up. Mm. If I feel the way I feel, mm. what do these, I got to avoid 
you know, I, bruh, it's just, it's just, bruh, I just don't, I just don't like it. I, I'm too big for this. You see what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like if I would have known summer was going to come this quick, I would have prepared myself. Mm. Now all of a sudden, man, I like, I, and you know, I go to Victory, I go to a church where, you know, I'm a minister on the, on the minister group now. Now we, we, we got to wear shirt and ties all the time, bro. Mm. It's difficult, bro. I was in church almost two and a half times today in a shirt and tie. And I had to travel from store to store just to be prepared for the podcast in this heat. I'm like, bro, it's hot and it's like eight o'clock. And it's not that Texas heat. It's that Southern humidity heat. Where you're not, you're like, even if you, you could take all the clothes off and you still won't be cooled off. Mm. Bro, my Aaron and Grievance, man, and I don't know where you guys are. I don't know where you listeners are. Please comment below and let me know what 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 it was the degree for today. Because mm. today it was 95 degrees. Ooh. 95, Brandon, in May? That's a problem. We're not supposed to get those numbers until at least June, mid-June, bro. What is July going to look like for you guys? That's, bro. Like, like I'm about to, you know, in the Bible about the guy Achan who who stole the spoil and buried it and caused uh, Israel to go through some challenges. I'm about to find who stole something and hid it under that ground that caused this heat to come among us in Charlotte, North Carolina. That was a deeply theological uh, Bible reference right there. I've never yeah, the man was named Achan and uh, his whole family got killed for doing that, man. Somebody send to Charlotte, bro. Somebody send to the Carolinas because we didn't even, bro. We supposed to at least have two and a half weeks of seventies. I wish what I are we could, gonna do. I wish I could say I um share the same earring of grievances, but I don't. I'm in upstate New York, and it's still uh, still nippy outside. I went outside to go play with my kids and stepped oh. outside for a second, and I said, you so, know what? so so is this your errand of rejoicing? Bruh, so you just going to just egg on my Aaron of Grievance talking about how brisk it is in New York? Well, no. I mean, we, we go through like six, seven months of winter and blizzards and snow. So uh, I think it's okay that we have two months out of the year that we actually have better weather than you guys. But yeah, I had to put on a light sweater. So it was, uh, that, that's where we're at up here. But Well, congratulations, sir. I, I hear you got your heater on in the background. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool, but, but I mean, that was my end grievance, bro. Yeah, I'm I mean, just. What am I supposed to do, man? I drive a black truck. <clears throat> I'm a black man. You have on a black my, shirt. I have on a black shirt, bro. Like summer is going to be like at least in the hundreds, bro. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I, either way, I'll enjoy it for now. I'll be moving to Texas in two months, so I'll be feeling your pain then. Well, bro, that's my inner grievance, man. It's just too hot out here, man. And I can't even take off all my clothes. People act different when it's hot outside. That's what I'm saying. That, that's See, I don't mind the heat if everybody was cool. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? <clears throat> if everybody was just chill, I, would, I wouldn't mind the heat. But when it's hot and I got to deal with other people heated, mm-hmm. bro, I already drive the speed limit and they're, they're mad at me. Mm-hmm. People even more mad at me when I'm on the streets. Mm. Now I feel the peer pressure to go five miles over the speed limit. And I don't really want to. Mm. Bruh, I'm extra nice. I'm, I'm because I don't even I don't even want to hit nobody's car. I don't want to bump into nobody's shorty. I don't want to step on nobody's shoes. 
I don't even want to look at nobody that I think I know, but I don't know. Thought I went to school with them. I only, only, I just, I just smile and give off positive vibes, bro. Positive vibes only. Because I match at least six out of the ten people the cops are looking for. <laughs> I possibly look like four out of the ten people that somebody's looking for. Okay. I drive a truck that nine out of the ten people. <laughs> Black Dodge Durango. Black Dodge Durango. Bro, I, I ride around, I sacrifice the air conditioner, roll my windows down so people can see that I'm not Uncle Juju who owes him a thousand dollars. That just sounds like a police uh blotter report waiting to happen. Bro, I got pulled over like two summers ago because you know, I I, I was going down, I was going down, you know, where Whole Foods, you see what I'm saying? That was I was at Whole Foods. <clears throat> I was riding home, and so I cut. I was cutting through Colony. You know what I'm saying? I was cutting through Colony over there by Piper Glen. You know, I was cutting through. That's my hood, bro. Yeah, those are some of the most affluent neighborhoods in Charlotte. I, hey, I don't I, want anyone to get it misconstrued. Those are not hood because you tried to I make it sound riding, like it was. I was riding those through are two my of streets. The most affluent bro. neighborhoods in Charlotte. I was riding through my hood, bro, <laughs> and my Dodge Durango. Cop pulls me over and said, well, a couple of houses have been broken into. Your car matches the description. Man, I put on my, that was when I was, oh, that was when I worked at YMCA. I put on my YMCA badge. See, let me put y'all on game. If you're an African-American male, right? Mm -hmm. Always drive with some type of something, whether it's your uh, a work badge, wear something that they, when they look at you, they go, oh, he's a working man. Okay. <laughs> This man has a job. Put 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 like a put something on the dashboard that says, "Hey, I got off work." Put a billfold. Put a don't put an envelope because envelopes are gonna get you shot. Okay. Put something out there with a logo of a of a recognizable company in your city. I had a little magnet badge, so I grabbed my magnet badge and put my badge on, so they'll know that I'm a working black male. Listen, man. I had a conversation with my wife this today. I said, listen, man, it's, it's a lot of anxiety that grips a black man in this era, especially if you're 6'2", 260-something pounds, mm -hmm. and you got a beard. <clears throat> man, I walk at least 25 yards behind every woman, white, black, no matter what, especially white women. I walk about 20 yards behind them. If I park beside her and I see that we're going to the same car, I stop and let her get in her car, back out, and pull off, and then I get in my car. There was a cop behind me and my wife the other day going to church, and it was a yellow light. I was like, I'm about to, I'm not going to take this yellow light because I don't want to get shot. Okay? <laughs> See what I'm saying? It was hot. It was one of those cops on the motorcycle. I'm like, bro, he's hot, and he's on a motorcycle. I'm stopping. He got mad at me for stopping. I said, bro, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> if I run this yellow light, I'm shot. Right. Okay? If I stop and you hit the back of my truck, I'm shot. Facts. So... You know, do what you got to do to survive, fellas. Do what you got to do to survive. It's hot. Either way, here. it's hot out here, man. All right. We're going to go ahead and keep it moving to the next topic. <clears throat> All right. So being that it is hot outside, we're going to keep it consistent. We're going to talk about, in terms of relationships, mm. okay, we're going to talk about red flags that you need to look out for. Okay, it's summertime. Okay. Cuffing season is over. So everybody's out there playing the field. Playing the field. 
okay? So you might be coming across some new prospects. We want to give you, here at the Good Guys Podcast, red flags that you want to look for when you're prospecting a new mate. Yes. To keep you out of trouble. That's what we're here for. We're trying to ensure that you don't waste time and get stuck in a relationship. Because when you're infatuated, the red flags are already always there. They're they're there. You mm-hmm. just don't want to see them. But that's what we're here for. That's what we that's what you got us for. Yes. All right. Um, are we gonna start with the women or the men? We'll just start with the shortest list. I mean, we should, I'm pretty sure you have the shortest list. Oh, okay. That's let's our... start with let's start with the ladies, bro. No, which one do you want to start with? Which one which one is the most hot button of yours, the ladies or the guys? <clears throat> um so I only have two for uh the ladies. Wait, are we talking ladies in terms of what they should be looking for or are we talking Yeah, about- what do it, the red flags that women should look for in a man or the red flags that men should looking for look at in a woman? Okay. I'm going to go with what's first on my page, which is Red flags that women should look at in men. Let's start there. All right. The first one. It's pretty apparent, but some people overlook it. He might look good, you know. He might have a nice car. I I don't know. But if he does not have a stable job history, that's a red flag. That was the first one on my list, BD. So, hey. When two touch and agree, well, we don't touch. We just agree. Now, I'm assuming that you have enough sense to know that if he doesn't have a job, that's a red flag. Okay. That's, that's, we already know that. That's a given. That's a given. Okay. But if you want to talk to him, find out how long has he been employed with his current employer? <clears throat> if it hasn't been long, what was your previous job? You should be treating this kind of like a job interview. At a job interview, they want to know your last seven, five, seven years. And the reason they yes. want to know is because they want to know how consistent are you? Are you able real. to hold down a job? You need to know the same thing. Find out how long he was at his previous job. If it was only two or three months, how about the job before that? If it was another two or three months, you need to keep it moving. Okay? If he can't hold down a consistent job, it's a red flag. There's a reason why he can't hold down a job. Maybe he has a problem with authority. Maybe he's just not very intelligent. I don't know what it is. And you don't need to find out. If he does not have a stable job history, that's a red flag. PD, that's so real. Because a lot of people out there, they don't treat their lives like a Fortune 500 company. You should. You should treat yourself like you're Apple. You should treat yourself like you're Google. Mm-hmm. You should treat yourself like everybody else that's the other 498 companies, okay? Treat yourself like them. They're successful for a reason. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't, we don't know their ethics. We don't know what they do behind closed doors. We don't know what their true motives are, but we know they're a Fortune 500 company. Mm-hmm. And if you want to ensure that who you partner with in the joint venture called marriage, you got to make sure he knows how to keep a job. Because if he can't hold a job down, he ain't going to be able to hold y'all down. Mm -mm. Because next thing you know, y'all done found yourself a balance. Mm -hmm. The money's coming in. All of a sudden he comes home. Yeah, man, I slapped my boss. (laughs) And I'm out. And you look at him like, what you mean you slapped your boss? 
Don't you know anything about a reference? That if you go to another job, they're going to call your former employer and your former employer is going to be like, can I FaceTime you? Because I got a black guy from the guy that wants a job with you. Mm. And then they fa- the, the future, the, the boss that you want, FaceTimes your old boss and he got a black guy. You ain't get another job. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And I'm not if saying he... and I'm not saying it's all about, you know, having a job. I mean, look, I'm all for, OK, starting your own <clears throat> businesses having multiple streams of income, but don't let him try to tell you and sell your dream. Don't Listen, you let him do it. You gotta, he gotta be able to convince you of a reality. If he's trying to sell you a dream, go investigate that dream to see if it's still in his head or is it tangible? And listen, Every entrepreneur will tell you that there must be a job that brings in at least 70 to 80 percent of your income that takes care of almost 90 to 95 percent of your bills so that when your other entrepreneurial endeavors are in a low season, you still get to hold down the bills. I just can't quit my CMS job and try to live off of my book and YouTube money alone. I got to keep that job. No matter how, who gets on my nerves, no matter what kid cuss me out or slap me or whatever, because you know why? That kid would be in school on Monday. You know where I will be? On WSOC TV News. <laughs> so you got to be able to think three moves ahead. Can this man keep a job even in the midst of pressure? Or does he always make an excuse to try to just be like, well, I'm done. Done for what? What do you do? I'm tired of the man holding me down. I'm about the to start man? my own thing. <laughs> Start your own thing. You better, you better go back to that man and be like, "I'm sorry, <laughs> bro." Listen, you got you got to work for the man until you the man. Hey, 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 hey! <clears throat> you got to work for the man until you become the man, and you can actually be the man for you and your family and your future generations. Mm. All right, my next. You said red flags for guys. Oh, my number one was can't keep a job. Okay. Number two on my list, a red flag, ladies, mm-hmm. of this of this type of man you got to watch out for, if he's in the mirror more than you. Mm. That's a good one. Listen, you're supposed to be the prettiest person in the relationship, not your man. Right. If your man is in the mirror more than you, that's a red flag, boo-boo. That man count his waves every night and then count his waves in the morning to make sure all the waves are intact. The man always talks about how fresh his line is. The man always talking about he he knows he knows 90 different ways to match colors together. <laughs> if this man is in a mirror more than you, sweetheart, you might want to be able to say, you know what? I don't know, because if you prettier than me, I don't want to be with you. That's true. He's supposed to be y'all supposed to be late for church because of you. Ooh. You're not supposed to be late for church because of him. Deal with it, babe. I, should I wear the brown or the gray shoes? Are these skinny jeans perfect, babe, Stop. or is the other? <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> hey, ladies, y'all better watch who you settle for. You selling, you selling for, and you the number two in a relationship. He using you as a cover up. You better watch out. If he's in the mirror more than you, you ain't the one he's dressing up for. Mm. You just a cover up. You gotta watch it these days. It's 2019. He, he you know, 2019. Gotta be careful, man. Capital D, capital L. It's real in these streets. It's real. What's your next point? I, only, I know you only got two. I've got three. Whoa! Yeah. Okay. All right. What's number? Th- All right, go ahead. My next one. This is important. Okay. 
If you've got a man who in the year of our Lord, 2019, hey. has cornrows. And he's flag. not Kawhi Leonard? And he's not Kawhi Leonard? It's a red flag. It's a red flag. That's a sign of a man who just doesn't care. He doesn't care. And you he's have the nerve, and you have the nerve to braid his hair. This like, whose song Don't was braid that? Here. Mario. Don't braid this that. isn't Mario. Don't braid that man's okay. hair. Corn rolls were played out. The corn rolls were late 90s, early 2000s. Okay? They're played out now. Okay? This isn't NBA 2K2. Allen Iverson isn't on the cover. He's not relevant anymore. <clears throat> you know when cornrows really got played out? When Beyonce made I Need a Soldier and said, I want the low-cut Caesar with the deep waves, it was over. She said it about the, about the, about the ball head? No, she did not. Wow. She said, I want the low-cut Caesar with the deep waves, and it was a wrap. Brothers was wow. in the barbershop the very next day. Just take it all out, man. Give me, give me the low cut. With the, <laughs> just give me, the low give me cut. just give me the low cut. Whatever. Play, they played the verse. I played. I want what she just said. Uh, yeah, give me that. Seventy percent of the female population who are Beyonce fans. That's all they're checking for. It was a wrap. It was the greatest day of my life. I'm relevant again. I'm. I'm actually. I'm actually in. I'm in. I'm in Girl, there. But you're married. When it happened, Josh. <laughs> <This Uh-oh. was> t- <laughs> <laughs> you the one saying, I'm in now. Oh, my bad, bro. You were this talking. Is, this again. is what I was saying back back then. Bruh, I was trying to get waves too, man. I put perm in my hair to try to get waves. Wow. I said, Mama, I came home. I got tired of being picked on, bro. I got tired of going to school and seeing y'all with waves and y'all was in. And I had this big round head, bro. I was tired. So I went to my mom. I said, listen, I know. I know what I'm about to say. Just just do it. Put perm in my hair. <laughs> let the relaxer sit for a while. And then I'm going to brush my hair. And I had waves. It was uneven. It didn't go together. This Because, you know, when you put perm in, you got this was slick. Mm-hmm. This was slick. So the waves were like this and then like this. It didn't quite go together. But that was going through some insecure moments. But, ladies, back to the story we're talking about. Listen. If he has cornrows, tell him, like, you're not Samson. Your strength is not in your hair. <laughs> and when he comes to you talking about, why are you trying to cut my hair? You're trying to take my strength. You're a she- tell him, my name is not Delilah. You look crazy. He's not to be trusted. Wearing braids? That's why nobody really, no, nobody completely understands Kawhi Leonard, because he wears braids. Why do you still have them? You're a successful athlete. You're really good. Why do you still have cornrows? It's 2019. If you have a man who still has cornrows, it's a red flag. Find someone else. Yeah, because he can't get a job with cornrows. Sorry. No, not getting a job as a black I mean, the only thing he's doing is in the back cornrows. somewhere. He's in the back somewhere either flipping something. Unless he, unless he's a rapper, owns his own business, then do what you want. But you still look crazy. No, you're not going to be a successful rapper if you have cornrows in 2019. You need ah, dreads. You're right. You're right. Dreads are the only acceptable hairstyle. Did Nipsey have dreads? I mean, did Nipsey Hustle have braids? Nipsey did have cornrows. Cornrows? That maybe debunked my entire theory. Mm. Nipsey was a good man. He's a good man, man. He's the exception. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta die. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let me stop. Let me stop. No, no, no. Uh, rest yeah, in peace. Rest in peace. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 
this guy. My bad. My bad. Yeah. All right. Uh, <clears throat> my next. A red flag, ladies of a man, when he is unaware of the basic safety procedures of being with a woman. Mm, okay. Elaborate. He's. It's a red flag when that man is walking 20 feet ahead of you. When that man doesn't want to open the door for you. When that man doesn't open the car door for you. When that man doesn't walk on the side of the street for you. When that man doesn't check on you. See, so you, you leaving his house? <clears throat> You, you, he doesn't check on you to see if you got home. Mm-hmm. He is unaware of the basic safety procedures of being a man courting a woman. Mm. You can't trust that man. That man is is still a man who's actually is a boy. He wants to be mothered. If that man's attention is not your safety, young lady, that's a red flag. He should be concerned and consumed with your safety. You traveling and you at the airport and you got a you got a two hour layover and you ain't heard from him since you left. You done got to your hotel room in the city where you're working at and you ain't heard from him until the next morning. That man ain't checking to see if he got there safe. Let my every time my wife travels, I'm calling every hour on the hour. <laughs> I need to know. When she has choir practice and she gets, I can't sleep until she's home. Mm. I make sure wherever, whatever she needs, she is safe, secured, stable. That's right. And this man over here, you, he, he not open the door for you. He's not thinking about your safety. He's not checking up on you. And don't sell yourself short because there's a lot of men out here in this generation that, right. you know what I mean, that they, they don't really value that. They don't do those things. That doesn't mean that's the norm. That doesn't mean that's right. <clears throat> Wait until you find one who does. And people think that that's old school or people are not taught those different things. Think The things that are biblically based is not old school. It is the school. Anything above time is never outdated because God's principles are above time. Mm-hmm. So things that based upon marriage and relationships are timeless Therefore, they should be always implemented in every generation because they have solid, proven principles that ensures the protection and the peace mm. of everything that you partner yourself with. Woo-hoo. Boy, I'm about to, about to cut this off and go to my channel and give y'all a word. <laughs> Play with me. Yeah, see, you won't get a word of the six P's of protection. Oh, my goodness. Off the dome. Sermon. Off the dome. Sermon. <laughs> Sermon. Off gates. That's what I do. That's what I do. <laughs> y'all want y'all want a word right now? I got you. No, we don't. All right. Next point. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> um if you come across a gentleman and he tells you, I don't have social media, it's a red flag. That's a red, red flag. flag. He's an op. It's 2019. Everybody has some kind of social media. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, Periscope. Everybody's got something. You don't have no social media whatsoever. He's trying to run his game. All right? He's trying to have, you know, his (coughs) roster. Okay? And he doesn't want one to know what the other is doing. 
Because you know, you know, if you're trying to be a player with social media and you wrong one girl, she's going to be in that comments box. Nah. Yeah, you messed up. You messed up. Oh. You're going to be in that comments talking about last night was amazing. Exactly. And a brother who's trying to play the field doesn't need that to happen. So he might not have social media. If he doesn't, then you you definitely don't want to mess with him. But he's probably lying. He probably does have social media. He, he just does. has you blocked. Just has you blocked. Talking about I'm just fasting. I'm on a I'm on a spiritual journey. Don't no, I don't need not. social media because I just want to be social with you. I want to take it back to the mid nineties, late nineties where there was no internet. You know, I just I'm want a, to be able a, to see you, girl. A, you know, I'm a throwback dude. You know what I'm saying? Before all this social media where you just really, you know, romance if you know, a romantic woman. No. That's girl, cool. I don't want nobody liking my stuff because I only want you to like me. Nah. I just want you to share with me. That's game, fam. I just want you <laughs> That's game. I just want you to double tap. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I, <laughs> I just want you to double tap and poke me, girl. Oh, wow. Watch out for those guys. Watch out for the guys. If he doesn't <clears throat> have social media, it's a red flag. Keep it moving. It's a red flag. Listen, you got to be able to investigate. And if you can't investigate, separate. <laughs> you got to be able to investigate. Because if, if you can't find nothing on him, separate yourself immediately. Because he's the op. He's in the CIA. Mm -hmm. He's a player. Mm -hmm. He is somebody. Mm. And if he ain't somebody online, you better separate yourself. All right, my next riff, I got four. Four more. Six more, actually. Oh, my goodness. I'm just going to run through these real quickly because you don't have no more, do you? <laughs> no, I do not. All right. Not for women. Maybe. All right. Eight. Oh, another red flag, ladies, for guys. Loose neck, lingering eyes. Mm, watch them. Rubbernecking. Rubber, the good guys, traps, neck, solid. <laughs> eyes straight on the calling, on the high calling, mm. on the goals, fixed. Hey, no <laughs> sinking peters <laughs> here. No waver. We walking. We walking on water over here. That's right. We got our eyes on Jesus and our wives. Mm. That's it. And then children, right? Mm -hmm. If this man got a loose neck and you out and about, because you listen, no man's neck is stronger mm. than their viewpoint of women. Mm. Nobody. No, there's not a man's neck who's he, he might shake a little because he's getting he's in mid deliverance. He's got counseling. He may be able to say, "Help me." <laughs> Help me. He might be able to do that. But no man's neck or eyes can overcome his lust. Mm. And if he got lust in his heart, his neck is loose. And we're not talking about shouting neck. We're talking about mm -hmm. rubbernecking with the best. And the man deep turned around. <laughs> and his eyes, he can't keep his eyes on you. Mm -hmm. That's what you should do. This is the perfect time to go out with him right now. Mm -hmm. Go out to eat with him at a busy mall. Take Go out there and say, you know what? You want to take me out? Okay. I want to go to the mall. I want to go to the Dowd Y. Go to Carowinds. I want to go to Carowinds. Right? You'll find out. It's summertime. You'll find out. There, he can't. If he's got it in his heart, his neck and his eyes will show you where his commitment lies. Mm. My next one. Okay. He is the devil's lure. 
He's the devil's lawyer. You hear me, Brent? I, I heard you. Expound. Lure. He's luring you okay. into places of compromise. Mm, okay. See, ladies, a red flag for a man is if a man is luring you into places that contradicts your commitment to God. My. Because a good man, will, a strong man will never lead you to weak places. A strong right. man will lead you to a place where you can maintain your strength. Mm-hmm. But weak men lure women into weak places to capitalize on their weaknesses. So all he wants is to sleep with you. All he wants is 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 for you to pay his bills, to braid his hair. All he wants you to do is all these things for him. Right. And it's weakening you in the process. Strong men strengthen women. Weak men weaken women. Mm-hmm. You know why they call it the weekend? Why do you always want to be around you during the weekends and the week hours of the day? Because he wants to weaken you during the weekends, and he messes up your next weekday. Mm. Tell you. Okay. <clears throat> Y'all getting a word on today. That's right. Another red flag. If the man is too hype. Tell that man, look, you too hype. I'm not even as dope as the hype you giving. Okay. When the man is too hype, you can't trust him. Mm. Why do you want to be with me so bad? <laughs> Do you really know that when I take this makeup off, are you really going to be with me then? Mm. Are you going to be with me in my in my worst? Why are you too hype? Mm. Why are you trying to are you trying to rush me into marriage because you want to use the scripture to talk about as married to bear is better to marry than burn with passion? Wow. So you just want to marry me so that you can cool off your loins? Mm-mm. That's not. Do you not know decision. marriage is more than just than just the the knowing each other and in intimacy? That's right. That sex is just the icing to the cake of friendship? Mm. Huh? Mm-hmm. Give that man time to get his hype cooled down so that you can really see if he really wants to hold you down for life. Tell that man to ease up. You said what, BD? I said tell that man to ease up. Tell that man to ease up. Ladies, you dictate the man's pursuit. That man pursuing you hard, he say, yo, pump the brakes. You going too hard. You too hype. <laughs> uh, you turning me off. I don't even like you no more. You too hype. Right. Talking about pink's your favorite color too. Hold up, bro. You hype. <laughs> Talking about your favorite city, Chicago, like mine. You too hype. Mm-hmm. Knowing good and well, you don't like like no uh you don't like certain stuff and you eating it just so that you could be hype. Too hype. Right. Next one. Last one. Okay. He says Father God a million times when he's praying. <laughs> that's a red flag. That's a man that's not to be trusted. That's a man not to be trusted. Father God, Father God, Father God, like 15 times before he even gets to the main, the first prayer request. Mm-hmm. You can't trust that man because that man can't pray. That's a man who doesn't talk to God often. That's a man who don't talk to God often. That's like me saying, hey, Brandon. Brandon, Brandon, over and over again. Like, hey, no. Hey, what you want, cuz? <laughs> like, what you, what you want? want? Why are you calling my name more than my woman? <laughs> what, is your, what, is your, what is your problem? No. If he said that man can't pray, mm-hmm. and if that man can't pray, he can't. He, he ain't gonna help you. We not, he not gonna go in the right direction. If that man says Father God a million times in his prayers, it shows he doesn't have a thriving, great friendship with the Heavenly Father. That's deep right there. That's a that's one that you wouldn't think of. That's 
That's the good guys right there. That's this the is good why guy. you listen to the good guys. Podcast. You only get you only get that here. You over you, you he's watching this, he's watching this with you, knowing that he prayed over the food. Father God, I want to thank you for this this meal, Father God. Father God, you just amazing. I pray that this food be nourished in my body, Father God. Father God, I pray for Newt Nuke. Newt Nuke's in jail, Father God, Father God, bruh. 73% of your prayer was Father God just 73% of your prayer was Father God. Father God, you gave him two. I, I, when I talk to God, hey, Gio, man, I, mm -hmm. I got when I talk to God, it's based upon how I'm feeling. You know, when I get to the Heavenly Father, that means the anointing has came upon me. Mm. But when I talk to God, because I'm not God's, I'm not God's servant. I'm God's friend. Mm -hmm. I talk to God like he a person, not he some. <clears throat> I bet you God don't even be listening when people leave voicemails <laughs> telling about Father God. Like, dang, bro, get to the point. <sighs> <laughs> and my last one, um, red flag you got to watch out for is the man who loves to pray. P R E Y. He's a predator. He prays. Listen, you better watch out for those men that's using you for his his weaknesses. He's praying on you. Mm. Listen, that's why I listen. You can you can tell if a man's a prey or a predator based upon how he responds to your standards. If your standards are low, you're dead meat. If your standards are high, he's going to find somebody else. A predator is not going to waste their time with someone that's strapped, with someone that's strong. They're not going to waste their time. But if you're weak and that man is only around you when you weak yourself, watch out for that. Mm. Now let's get to the ladies, BD. Ladies... Got some stuff for you guys too. Ooh, BD, you got you got some stuff for the ladies, BD. Well, actually, it's for the fellas. This is what you need to look out for. Oh, for the fellas, yes, yes. All right, my first red flag <clears throat> for the ladies: if kids don't like her, that's a red flag. That's a red flag, bro. If you go to the cookout, you go to the church function, you go to the family reunion. And don't know kids like her? That's a problem. That Big means problem. she doesn't have the correct motherly instincts that show that she's going to be a good mother of your children. Kids don't like her already? Kids are predisposed to like a female, you know? That's, de that's a default setting. Default? Us, we got to work for kids to like us. work. But if no kids like her, kids not running up, kids, eh, I don't like him. You're running away and she's trying to fix a plate for him. They're like, ah, knock the plate <clears> on the <throat> floor. Just disrespect them. Like, it's just, that's a red flag. It's There's two people that you get honesty from. There's two mm -hmm. types of people you get honesty from. Drunkards mm -hmm. and children. That's right. Children will tell you all you need to know about your lady. They will. If they don't hop on her lap, if they don't play in her hair, if he ain't trying to hot spit game at her even though he's six, you know what I'm saying? She ain't a keeper, bro. There's a reason. Kids are not going to not like a female for no reason. There's a reason. Like There's a reason. Either she gave him a nasty look or, you know, she cussed him out under her breath on the low when they ran up to her. Like, there's a reason why kids don't like her. Be on the lookout for that. It's a red flag. It's a red flag. Oh, it's my turn? Yes. All right, ladies. I mean, fellas, listen up. Listen up. Mm -hmm. You know this is a red flag. 
when she has more accessories than she do attributes. Okay. That means she's more dolled up than she is built up. Mm. She's more made. She got more makeup than she is made up. Okay. okay. She has more. She has more accessory. Like the only thing that she can give you, her only value is her looks. Mm. But she has no attributes. She knows how to. She knows how to adorn the outside of the cup, but the end cup is dirty. She knows how to take care of the outside of the tomb, but the inside of her is nothing but skeletons. Mm-hmm. You got to be very careful for these girls that make sure they take care of the outside, but she is ugly and nasty on the inside. <clears throat> no attributes, no kindness, no gentleness, no meekness, no self-control, no love. I think that was all of them. That's about good. All the <clears throat> Listen. You got to watch out for those because yes, fellas, the enemy knows that we are more, we are more um, inclined by how we see a woman, how she looks. Let's you better linger around a little bit longer around her to make sure that she is who she, that her outside is more beautiful than her, uh, that her inside is more beautiful than her outside. Right. Because when she, listen, when she peels all that stuff off, you still got to be in love. <laughs> And if all she has is beauty, mm. fellas, that's a red flag, man. That's a red, that's a red flag. flag. Your all next right. one, BD. My next one. Fellas, this is critical. Okay. If, for some reason, within the first month, I'd say, of meeting this female, you somehow see her in a bonnet. It's a red flag. It's a red flag. It's a problem. All right. Here's the thing. Eventually, yeah. you're going to see the bonnet. Okay. Eventually, that it's going to be a coming. part of your everyday life. Yeah. I mean. All right. Yeah. It's every day. It's it's something that you're going to have to deal with. But if you see it within the first month, that means that's all you're going to see. If you keep going in this relationship, <clears throat> that's what's that's your future. She's letting you know. All right. This is me. This is who I am. This bonnet is a part of my everyday decor. And you're just going to have to deal with it. You're going to have to accept it. Okay, like I said, that's going to happen eventually after you get married. She's going to say the exact same thing. But my goodness, if she's saying it within the first month. It's a red flag. It's a red flag. Bro, she's basically telling you that this is all you got. Like, fellas, you got to be wooed too. You know? You got to be, well, you just can't, it's over. End it right there because it's like, baby girl. I need you to put your best face on for a couple of months. Not, give me, give me at least half a year. You know what I mean? Let me know that you, that you can keep yourself up for a long period of time. If you're giving me the bonnet and we're going to Walmart, we just like, no, don't that- put the, we go, even if we're going on errands, why? Right. That, what are you? How do you view me? <clears throat> Am I not someone that should be that you can dress up for? How do you view yourself? Do you have rollers up under there? Are you a hood rat? I'm just I, saying. Are you a hood rat? If you see in the bonnet within with the first education, month, <laughs> I don't know. That means that your future grocery uh, store visits <clears throat> are going to be in a bonnet or rollers, and maybe bunny flip-flops like this is what you've this is what you're dealing with baby girl we trying to go places 
Like I can't I can't roll with you out somewhere and you got the bonnet on. Like what if I I'm trying to level up out here? You know what I'm saying? You know I was I mean? inspired by what Sierra was saying about level up. I'm trying to level up and you out here with a bonnet. You know what I'm saying? Like what, what what's what's up? Like I don't mind the bonnet at the house, but we right. in Publix now. We in like Publix. I said, you know, it's it's going to be a part of your future regardless, <clears throat> but if you're seeing it within the first month, it's you're going to be not only at the house, you're going to be seeing the bonnet in public. If you see her in a bonnet within the first month of meeting this this female, it's a red flag. Red flag. Definitely a red flag. All right. <clears throat> All right. My next one. No Tupperware or used cookware. Mm-hmm. You at her house and you don't see no Tupperware and her cookware are props in her kitchen. Mm-hmm. And and they're actually still in the box, actually. But she's moved. She moved over a year ago. That's deep, man. And you open open up the refrigerator, open up the freezer, open up both of them. When you go to the open both of them, <laughs> and when you look inside, mm-hmm. okay, you look to the right, look at the refrigerator, see if there's any leftovers. Right. We're not talking. We're talking about leftovers in Tupperware. We're not talking about leftovers from TGI Fridays, no. leftovers from Applebee's, no. leftovers from Cheddar's, mm-hmm. or leftovers from Taco Bell. If you see any of those in there, and it's a Tuesday. Mm-mm. Oh, if flag. it's a Thursday, if it's a Thursday and you see that in there, red flag, red flag. And then you open up the freezer. If there's if there's no no uh twelve piece uh frozen legs drumstick, there ain't no drumsticks frozen. There's no frozen meats. Red flag. There's no frozen meats or frozen vegetables in the freezer. And all you see in there is ice cream. Something's a problem. Then you got to go to that cupboard. This is what you do before you get a commitment. Hey, I got to see your cupboard. I got to see your fridge. This is next level. This is this next, next level. level advice that you're getting. Look in that cupboard and see what she got in there. Look at her seasoning cabinets. If her seasoning look is at not the at seasoning. the bottom, if the seasoning is full. anything else. Look at the seasonings. Look at <clears> the seasonings. If all she got in there is Lowry's, if all she got is in there is Lowry's, she's and not salt a good and pepper, cook. That's no. lazy cooking. No. That's lazy cooking. If no. all you see up there is Lowry's salt and pepper. We're talking about salt, salt with Red the flag. girl on it, with the girl with the yellow dress. Red flag. Red flag. If she got the Himalaya salt, okay, okay. Right. right. If she got the little grinder joints, exactly. okay, okay. But where's the oregano? Where's the rosemary? Where's the thyme? Where's the basil? Where's the basil? I know you uh, you got to make pasta. Where's the basil? Where's the lemon pepper joints? Because I want the wings. If if the seasonings is not like she needs to go to the store and get some more, mm-hmm. or there's only three seasonings up there. No, there's, three, there's four things up there. Hot sauce, <laughs> Himalaya, I mean, uh, salt, pepper, and Lowry's. Mm-mm. And ramen noodles, don't trust her, bro. Hot sauce is not <clears throat> a cover-up for you not being able to cook. You can't no. just put hot sauce on everything and make it taste good. That's lazy. That's lazy. Learn how and, to and, cook. Oh, 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 and, no, you got to look at the drawer. Pull the drawer out. If all you see is, is Parmesan packets, duck sauce, and what's that black sauce from the Chinese restaurant? And she soy got a sauce. drawer, soy sauce, and she got a drawer full of those. Red flag. Grape jelly from KFC. 
the jellies. If she, if, you know, you got a problem if she brought those in the house and she stores them up. There's so many things wrong with that. That's so many things. That means that means you just gonna be sipping water all the days of your life. That means all of that means she don't know how to boil water. That means she don't. listen. You want a woman that got Tupperware on top of Tupperware on top of Tupperware. You open that freezer and she got chicken. She got she got uh, maybe a rack of lamb in there, or something frozen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And when you go and look at her pots, those pots like they was handed down from. <laughs> Is her pots hand me downs mm-hmm. or the Aisha Curry's pots? But they still in the box, Mm-mm. huh? Mm. If if you if you go to your lady's house and she got teal colored pots, pots that has coloring and it's not black or silver, mm-hmm. I can't trust you. Cause why are you cooking pretty? <laughs> why are you cooking pretty? Meals cooked in pretty pots don't taste good. I need something that your grandma said, baby. I've been meaning to get this to you. That thing is seasoned over years. Seasoned. And if she don't got no uh, what's that a uh, uh, cast iron? If you don't, if she what kind of pancakes are you gonna eat, bro? Cookware, you need to leave right then and there. What kind of cornbread you gonna eat, bro? What kind of pancakes is in your near future, bro? I can't trust your pancakes. If they didn't, I can't trust it. If it ain't no, I can't trust anything. If if you don't, if you don't know how to work that cast iron, Mm-mm. your pancakes are gonna be all pale and and pale and thin no. and nasty. Girl, I want give me listen. I want the pancakes with the crunchy edges. I need yes. that cast iron. If you can't make me pancakes with crunchy edges and a soft, fluffy center, I don't want it. Fellas, ask her to make you some pancakes, and if, I, if what she does is pull out the Eggo waffles, bruh. Whoa, wait a minute, Eggo waffles? I asked for pancakes. That's two completely different things. And don't pull out the Eggo pancakes either, because they make pancakes. Don't pull now. out the Eggo. Don't pull the, out the, the Eggo pancakes. Don't pull out the Eggo pancakes. Those things are nasty. Disgusting. And she talk about babe is done. You hear the microwave go off. Ding. What? <laughs> what do you mean it's done? What do you mean? I just and sat she... down. <laughs> I just turned I just, on Sports I just, I just turned on Sports Center, and they just now warming up. And you mean to tell me you pulled out these rubbery pancakes out of the microwave? Oh, that it is. ain't nothing better than coming down the stairs, bro. Mm. And your wife, I can't, I can't expose how my wife do what she do. That's between my, me and her. But when I come down, I see that that cast iron and those pancakes, bro. Mm. Like I hugged her mom. I said, Mama. You did a great job with her. Mm. <clears throat> but if she don't have no Tupperware or use cookware, red flag. Red flag. All right. Was that was that it? Oh, that's all yours? You didn't have any more? No, I do not have any more. <laughs> Let me go down my list. Oh, <laughs> Fellas, she can't cook fundamental meals. That goes with the second one I said. <laughs> Fundamental. We talk about test her out on breakfast. Breakfast is one of those meals that's a go-to, go-to. Breakfast and spaghetti. And spaghetti. Those are the basic. Two. Those are the two things. <clears throat> if she can't make spaghetti or chicken alfredo, right? We got a or problem. She, you got a problem. We're not talking about she gives you a hungry man or she gives you a TV dinner. 
We're not talking about if she, you know, what we're talking about, she can't get the noodles to the, like, like, like she just, so most people think, oh, I can make spaghetti. No, 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 no. Nah. You better know how to do that pasta. Right. Because if you do that pasta wrong, they all stuck together. Exactly. You do that pasta wrong, that thing's all white. And... If you don't know to put a little bit of olive oil in the water before you boil it, a little bit of salt so that the noodles don't stick together, then she doesn't that... know anything about cooking. She doesn't know anything about cooking. And we're men. So, like, this is not on some, you know, chauvinistic type stuff. Like, we're just we talking about mothers. basic stuff. You, we're talking exactly. about the basics. We got mothers. We grew up, you know, we were around the kitchen a little bit. We know a little something. And that's yeah. all we ask. Everybody's not going to be the best cook you've ever had. We're not at, she's listen, not going to be a grandma. Listen, no. listen, it's okay to be a role player. We're not asking you to be Steph Curry with the shot. We're not asking you to be James Hart. We're not asking you to be. We're not asking for you to be fancy with the drip. We just want you to be the big fundamental, the the nice shaped fundamental. We just want you to be able to do the basics. <clears throat> hey, we just want to be able to see. Can you can you get us twenty and ten? That's it. Twelve and ten is good. I'll take it. I'll take it. But if you can't get off the bench and get in the game, fellas, you might want to get her off your team. Can you make me a consistent, creamy chicken Alfredo? Because that's the foundation. Everything the, else, as you you, you learn as you go, you can build off of that. If you know how you to do the that. noodles right, you can experiment with a little. You know, the throw a little dried basil in there. Throw a little, you know, Ooh. cherry tomatoes in there. You Girl, know, let like, me see you put some basil in it. You know what I mean? A little Let's Italian see. sausage. Like you Ooh, can play with. See, it. you can build off that. But if you can, if I still see pink, and I'm seeing you doing the meat. And and the meat's kind of pink a little bit. You're trying to kill me. You're trying to kill me. Like, what's up? Like, what I do? I want you to be able to still cook well even when mad at me. I don't want you to try to kill me. <laughs> Next on my list, BD, so I can get through this because we're going 54 minutes. Are we? Yeah, bro. That's a good episode, bro. I'm going to knock out these real quick. Time really flies. All right, good. It really. No emotional balance. You don't apologize. She doesn't apologize or admit when she's wrong. That's a red flag, bro. Absolutely. You done married you a little princess, bro. Mm. You married, You didn't marry a queen. You married a little princess. That's right. She don't know how to admit when she's wrong. She don't know how to apologize. She doesn't know how to have no emotional balance. That means she was spoiled. Mm. Spoiled people are no good. So if she if she can't apologize or admit when she's wrong, bro, that's a red flag. That means she's too prideful. That means she don't she don't she don't care about God. She don't care about being convicted and changing and growing and improving. Red flag, brother. Next point, she has active thumbs. Her mm-hmm. thumbs are more active than her workout, right? She's her thumbs are the most worked out part of her body, right? Outside of her mouth is her thumbs. If she's always on social media, bro. Posting everything. Posting everything. Wants to take pictures with you all the time. She's you talking to her and she's still scrolling. Her when her thumbs are more active than she is in paying attention, actively paying attention to you. Mm-hmm. It's a red flag, bro. Because who she's texting. Mm. You over there, you thinking that she's all into you, but she got a roster herself. Mm. Why your thumbs so active? That's right. All right. <clears throat> also, it's a red flag for deep uh, for down the road. You guys get together in a marriage. Some things are meant to be kept between you and your spouse. 
Don't man, if she if, all y'all business on social media, and we know when y'all we know when y'all not together. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. That's she what I'm saying. Anybody who wants their relationship online all the time is a person that can't be trusted. Because why do you want people to see? Why do you want people to know? Are you trying to, am I just a prop to prove to someone else that you got somebody? Am I just a prop for you to prove to your ex that you got somebody quicker than he did? Are you trying to, are you trying to, what are you trying to do? There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with posting pictures, nothing wrong with showing, but, but, but they should not be able to predict breakups and getting back together. Mm-hmm. Every time she's mad at you, you, she takes all your pictures down. And you take all her pictures down. We like, man, what happened? And you get mad at us for asking because you the one made the reality show and we got questions and we need answers. Mm. You done got me invested in your relationship when I shouldn't be this invested. And now I want to know what's going on. Next one. She never wears sandals. Always Mm. wears socks and shoes. Mm. Red flag. Red flag, bro. You got to see them toes, bro. We got to see them toes. You got to see them toes, bro, because those toes will be up on you when you marry. And you and if you are if they scary, bro, you ain't you it, you ain't gonna be able to stomach it, Mm-mm. bro. Okay. See them see them toes, bro. You got to see the toes because when you're in bed, I'm just gonna be okay. For, this is for the married only. They're for the for the grown and sexy. When you're We're in bed and you guys are trying to cuddle and you know, Ooh. her her feet are gonna be rubbing against your legs and you get cut up, bro. You getting cut up like looking like, like you got thirty nine strikes morning, looking like the back of Christ. <laughs> looking like the you looking at your ankles, you look like me. You say like the back of Christ. People think like, like dang, you trying out for the Passion of Christ too? Right, looking like you uh, stand in for the stunt double for the Passion of Christ. <laughs> Golly, what's his name asking you? Like man, that's good. <laughs> That's good work right there. Looks real. Yeah, my wife, you know, her toes is kind of crusty. She Man, because you don't know if she got seven toes on each foot. You don't know if they crossed got each other. Extra, got an extra toenail. and You don't know if she got bunions all over the place. Man. Like, what you going to do? If she don't got good feet, how you going to? Nah, that means she might be able to run good if she got bad feet. So, never mind. If you want somebody to run with you. Mm-hmm. But either way, you got to look at them toes, man. Mm-hmm. Next, her BF, her best friend is negative Nancy. Mm. Okay. That's a red flag. Absolutely. If her friend is not positive Pamela or positive Patricia, mm-hmm. but she's negative Nancy, don't trust her. Mm. If that's still her best friend and she can't see that she's a negative friend, then I don't know. Let her go. That's a red flag. I'm not saying you gotta let her go, but that's a red flag. Like, yo. Why are you still best friends with someone that's always negative? That's right. And single. Always. Always single. If she's not positive about y'all too, and she's not minding her business, know how to know how to know her limits. It's red flag. Last but not least, because we're going too far. Mm-hmm. Another red lag. Red, oh, woo. <clears throat> red flag. <laughs> <laughs> Got jet lag, bro. I'm so tired. I was in, I was in that heat, bro. My words cause coming together like this. Mm. Another red flag, fellas. Never let she never lets you see her without makeup. Mm. You better get it out the way soon. You better do get that. it out the get it out the way, and let's see if you really love this woman. Right. Don't build love for a woman when she's made up. 
Because when that makeup comes off and you never see her, and the only time you saw without her makeup is on wedding night, bro, you got problems. Oh, it's too late. It's too late, bro. And she got you. Because she oh, knew. She she, you, when she takes her makeup off like this, oh. like it's a mask, <laughs> and all of a sudden you got, is she like a gremlin? Who are you? Who is you? You wake up the next morning like, whoa, I <clears throat> just committed adultery already. <laughs> I don't know who this is. I don't know who this is. Oh Lord, oh. did I cheat on my wife? Oh Lord, <laughs> oh, Lord I've said sackcloth and ashes. Put ashes on me. I've sinned before the Lord. I have sinned. I have sinned. Where's my wife? Oh man, I'm, I'm right here. Mm-mm, nah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's when you'd be like in the Bible days. You get that certificate of divorce, bro. Mm. And but hey, <laughs> that's so funny. Like, dang, I just got married yesterday, so I still got thirty days, right? <laughs> I still got thirty. Days. Maybe I can take this back. Better see, you better see it without the makeup early. Go ahead and do it. And we're not sitting there saying, "Fellas, be superficial." You just got women. You got to stand. Men are visual. We're visual Amen. creatures. We love you, but we got to we we see you too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we love you, but we still got eyes. Don't be lying to us, and then all of a sudden you take everything off, and we found out that those are not your real eyeballs. Come on. And you you peeling all this off, and we found that you don't even got no eyebrows. Come on. No eyelash, you peeled all this off. All of a sudden, nothing on your face is your face. You took your nose off. The nose is on the counter. Your lips on the counter, too. Oh, gosh. Come on now. All your hair, you just took off just the whole thing, just... And she got on. and she and she got one strand, bro. Come on now, bro. And she she looking like me, right? That's red flag, bro. That's not right. You got to be able to just say, "I'm just you just feel back, just just try to peel it, just see mm-hmm. see what's up." See, and it's it's better. She's gonna be mad, but you are gonna be glad because mm. now you know what you got. What you got might be cornrows under there. So, Ooh, it might be Kawhi Leonard under there. Gotta be careful. Yeah. You married Kawhi Leonard, and all of a sudden, like, whoa, come on, man, hmm. know what you got. We're not saying, ladies, that we, you, we're just saying, hey, be okay with you, who you are. Be natural sometimes. Catch him off guard and just be like, hey, babe, and see what he does. <laughs> <laughs> he might run. Now he's, he might run, but <laughs> might hey, run. now you know. It's better, for him, it's better for him to run now than to commit adultery when you're married. Say that. <clears throat> just saying. Good guy's gonna tell you the truth. Gotta keep it real with you. All right, this we, is safe. We done advice. gave them all these red flags. People are breaking up all over the country right now. Men are running, women are running. It's a good day in the land. But what we're doing is saving future marriages. That's right. It's good work that we're doing. Hey. Someone has to do it. Hey, if you want to donate. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you felt like this was great material and you want to give, let us know. Because what we gave y'all was valuable lessons. Mm. Okay. We're going to keep it moving. So staying in the theme of it being summertime and it being hot, we're going to take a slight trip down memory lane. Mm. All right. We're going to engage in a little nostalgia. We're going to talk about childhood, summertime, Mm. and more specifically, the ice cream truck. Oh, BD. Oh, sweet memories. We're going to take a deep dive because I feel like the ice cream truck 
was an important part of our childhood, our summers. It was. It, it, was. Was, it was a hierarchy of sorts, a caste system, if you will. And it kind of let you know where you stood in the neighborhood and in life, even, mm-hmm. by the choices that you were afforded when it was time to make a purchase from the ice cream truck. We're going to have, we've got on the screen right now, a menu, okay, of the ice cream truck. Mm-hmm. That was something that's probably something similar that you saw when you were growing up. We're going to talk about some of the more um, popular snacks. Okay. I'm going to talk about the ones that I uh, frequented. Josh is going to talk about some of the ones that he um, shows from. Uh, slightly different, yes. uh, but we're going to vastly, go over vastly different. All right. So if you if you look at the menu that we've got on the screen right now, okay, it, it's pretty interesting actually. It, looking back on it as an adult, because it definitely um, is is a hierarchy uh, uh, system that we've got here. You look on the top row, okay. That's like the black shelf, uh, the black label uh, snacks there. You've got <laughs> up in the right hand corner. A little crystal. They're right. You've got your Chaco Tacos. You got your, you know, the the, the king size ice cream Snickers. Um, you know, the giant ice cream sandwiches. And then you've got the middle class. Okay. You've got Sonic the Hedgehog, the, the, the SpongeBob snacks, the Jolly Rancher Pops, and things like that. And then you've got the lower class uh, there on the bottom, the bottom row. Ah, um, yes. You know, the fudge bars, the orange dream bars, the dollar snacks. I just think it's pretty interesting. I, I really did not. I don't think I really noticed it like that as a child, but they were separating us at a young age. It's sad, BD. <clears throat> when I looked at this picture for the first time, man, I was haunted by <laughs> um, by horrors, BD. I, I, the ice cream truck was a brief moment in the sun where we were able to be refreshed from moments of pain. Mm. Uh, we was refreshed with the opportunity to feel like we were able to, to purchase things. Um, right. uh, when the ice cream truck came down, you see what I'm saying? I just, I said, Mama, do I, uh, I wasn't able to get none yesterday. I wasn't able to get another day before mama. Do we do we just have a dollar? And then when <clears throat> when mama gave you a dollar, when my, my mama gave me a dollar for the ice cream truck, bro, mm-hmm. I ran out the door, ran downstairs, down the steps, the hood steps, the concrete steps, <laughs> ran down the hill with roots coming out of the ground, about trip, got to the sidewalk, ran to the truck. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if I was going to get kidnapped or if I was going to get ice cream. But, bro, <laughs> I just knew. I just knew. Because our truck, I, we could barely read what was on the side of the truck. All I knew was, can I get a fudge bar? All I could get was a fudge bar, bro. And I'm over there looking suspect on the front porch with a fudge bar. <laughs> because that's all I could afford. <clears throat> it was crazy, bro. I'm like, bro, like, I didn't know. I didn't know. All I knew was, hey, man, ice cream. We all scream for ice cream. Or we got screaming because we got kidnapped. But either way, I was there to get my fudge bar, bro. I looked at the top of the of the, <laughs> of the truck, and I dreamed of a day. I had a dream. 
that I one day will be able to get a Choco Taco, that I too will mm -hmm. be able to get the Jumbo Snickers. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know across Charlotte that Brandon was actually devouring Choco Tacos every single day as the ice cream truck came by. You mean to tell me your mother had available unto you four dollars or something? To us, a dollar was a stack. When mama gave you a dollar, you was able to be free. You was able to go into the marketplace and make deals. But DP, you ran up there with four stacks. You was S able to get the Choco Tacos, BT? Slightly different, uh, slightly different experience that I had from yours uh, with the ice cream truck. Slightly different. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I did. You know, I make four dollars. You know, I, I think that's four dollars for an eight-year-old young man with a dream. <laughs> I was a part of that whole J. Cole movement for there was a J. Cole movie. I had a dollar in a dream. And a fudge pop. And a... One flavor. <laughs> Bruh, fudge pops. And I was lucky to be able to get the little uh, American pop, that little red, white, and blue one. It's on the 4th of July. The 4th of one. July. Mama was like, here's an extra couple of quarters. That's $2, man. It was $2? See, bruh? Oh, I'm telling my mom, I'm tired of these fudge bars. <laughs> no creativity in that name, fudge bar. Tell your story, Brent. I, I just can't, I just. Oh, I mean, I, you know, the ice cream truck was a little different in my neighborhood. You know, it came down, playing the pleasant tune. Bruh. You know, came down. Uh, Ours, same time. Our, our songs was, what was our song, Brent? Which I know that, that Master P, the ice cream man, yes, coming down, <laughs> coming down there playing Master P. And he does play the ice cream theme song. The thing keeps messing up, but sometimes he ain't even play the song. We had to go off of instincts, Brandon. <laughs> we had to look at the sun and say, okay, usually when the sun is about right here, when the shadow of this tree is right here, the ice cream truck is coming because he had to get out of there, bro. He knew some of the kids in the neighborhood was going to rob him. Our ice cream trucks had barricades on them. And it, so when we get to ice cream truck, he was like, yo, all y'all getting fudge bars. That's it. I'm out. Hurry up. What y'all want? I don't got time. I'm trying, I'm trying to, I'm trying to catch y'all before the high school students come out because they're going to rock my truck, shake my truck and take everything out of it. So hurry up, son. What do you want? And I was under pressure. So all I had to say was, what can I get for a dollar? And he throws a fudge bar at me. <laughs> How do you think I feel as a young man, bro? You mean to tell me that that the man says I can only have a fudge bar? That's and the Choco Taco, bro, he didn't even have Choco Tacos on his truck. He knew <laughs> I got to, hey, these kids can't afford no Choco Tacos. <laughs> I got to be at the Choco Tacos for him. He ain't have Choco Tacos for us, bro. And you mean to tell me you sit on the front porch with your little blue shorts and your American t-shirt <laughs> with a little cap on it with the little with the little fan with the little little uh, with the, the little cap with the fan. <laughs> the cap with the Why fan on it. That? <laughs> Bruh, you got the, the cap with the fan on it with your tube socks. Bruh, I it, look, the ice cream truck came down the street playing a pleasant tune. I walked up to, you know, the ice cream truck. 
Uh, you said, walked. We had to run. I walked. Uh, I got to the window. I said, uh, my good man, I will have... <laughs> I will have one Choco Taco uh, for myself. And then another kid walked up. I said, uh, come on. Come on over here. You, what are you having? What do you have? Choco Taco? <laughs> two Choco Tacos. Make that two. Two Choco Tacos. Wow. And uh, that's how it went. I mean, you know, the ice cream truck was great. And your ice cream truck was washed and clean and, it was clean. and commercial. It had yeah, like probably definitely. LED lights. It probably had a a a a a, 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 a touch screen yeah, before there was touch screens. Yeah, probably very, had a probably huh? Very clean, very uh very professional, very sustainable business model. Uh you know, I, I was impressed. Um consistent, came at the same time, provided <laughs> exemplary customer service. Okay. Um, it was like the Chick-fil-A of your childhood. It was my pleasure. It wow. was a great experience. Wow. All we got was what you want, kid. Great customer service experience. That's bro, what I received. I can't believe, bro, how different the ice cream truck was. In my hood, bro, it was one of those moments where we thought it was a brief moment from reality, mm-hmm. but didn't realize that on the other side of the tracks. Mm. Brandon with his cap with the wheel and with the little fan on top. My man was eating a Choco Taco while I was eating a fudge bar. I mean, looking at this menu, it's just really jarring to see. It's almost like like foreshadowing. Like These are the, the social classes. You know, you've got the upper class, the middle class, and the lower class. And it's like, as a child, even as a child... They're putting into you, this is the social class that you're going to be in. This is this is where you're at. And it's like, you know, but I, that has to be a positive thing for you, Josh. You had the fudge bar, but like <clears throat> something on the inside of you had to have been stirred up that I'm going to break through. Yes. Okay. And I'm going to rise and pull myself by my own bootstraps. And I did. And it wasn't boots. It was just, you know, <laughs> shoes, shoes with the holes at the bottom. But I tied them shoes. I pulled them up and tied them tight. <laughs> oh, man. But. Today. For the first time ever. This is for all those kids in the hood right now. Joshua. Who all they can afford is fudge bars. This right here is for the young mm-hmm. girl. Who mm-hmm. doesn't have two dollars to get her the 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 ice cream of choice? This right here is for that young man who sit on the French porch, uh, looking suspect with his fudge bar. This right here is for everybody in the hood today. today. I went to two and a half stores to look for this Choco Taco, mm-hmm. and I will be tasting it today. This, ladies and gentlemen is an example of the American dream. This is a man. This proves that anything's possible, Anything is possible from the bottom rung of the ice cream truck menu. It took me 27 some years, but I'm here. To the super premium division of the ice cream truck menu, Joshua Ezzi has pulled himself up against all odds. Against all odds, man. And today, he will try a Choco Taco for the first time in his life. Josh, are you ready? 
I was born ready, man. This was the this was the day of the, all those many days, many summers of disappointments. Those many days looking high up at the top of the menu. Mm. Because you know they put the they put because we was poor kids, they put ours right at eye level. Don't even look up. Mm-hmm. You can't afford that. Don't even look look right at this bottom part. But now mm. it's time to taste it. Here we go, Brandon. My goodness. Mm. Oh, the waffle and the chocolate and the crunch. Mm-hmm. Mm. Bite number two. Oh no. Okay. Oh no. That looks really <laughs> Wow, this is a messy thing, bro. Hey man. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. You mean to tell me you had this every time? I every time. Mm. Drink it in. It's always good. This, this right here is it's all about you. That's right. It's okay. It's okay, man. <laughs> I know you went a long time eating those fudge bars. Kids laughing at you. Why you got that fudge bar in your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> Hush, man. You got one, too. You got one, too. <laughs> Joshua Ezzy. Ladies and gentlemen. Right now? As a grown man, eating a Choco Taco for the first time ever. In your life, how do you feel? I feel like it was worth the wait. Mm. Because now, I don't need it. Mm. I'm able to buy premium snacks. Mm-hmm. But that right there, the Choco Taco, that's an amazing ice cream sandwich, though. Whatever it's called. But, but... It can't outdo the ice cream sandwich, though, bro. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm sorry. The Choco Taco's amazing. Mm-hmm. But isn't... I would rather go to the middle class, bro. It's... Um, well, I would rather... The, um, the ice cream sandwich is on the top. It, it was, is? I think it was, like, upper middle class. Upper it was middle on class. The, it's on the, top, uh, on the top left. So it's what like I like about class. What I like about the Choco Taco, bro... Bro! Y'all was rich, rich? Bro, like my first, speaking, my first ice cream, bro, bro. I grew up, I grew up. <laughs> I, my first ice cream waffle cone was when I was in college. Mm-hmm. The only cone I had was that little plastic crunchy cone from McDonald's. Right. Wow, bro. So you was able, you was ahead of the time, bro. I, like you had waffle cones at a young age. I mean. Like I mean, if you're you like, know you know you're rich when you'd be like I mean, <clears throat> if you're if you're rich rich, the ice cream truck's not coming to your neighborhood. Like the ice oh. cream truck's not coming to Valentine or that's right. You know, like well, we don't know we, that. But upper middle class, the ice cream, the nice ice cream. Truck there came. we go. You was upper middle class. The ice cream truck still went there. Right. You had the good ice cream truck. You know, it was clean, reliable. You know, but. The lower class, and then still, you have the middle, uh, upper middle class, middle class, 
uh, lower class. Oh, um, oh, hold on, bro. Don't get rude. I, <laughs> I, I didn't say what you were. I'm just, I, I'm letting uh, you tell your story. I don't know <laughs> what you're saying. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, I, I'm really happy for you right now. I'm happy, and I'm sure the, the taste of that Choco Taco is all the sweeter. Uh, now that you have waited 30, are you 33 now? 33, 33 years. years. Hey. Um, to taste its, its sweet and deliciousness. You know, it's sad that, you know, they couldn't have half off Tuesdays. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, couldn't, they couldn't get, they could at least, you know, one day out of the summer where we were able to just all share one taco, one taco, I'm not taco, one uh, choco taco. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We could all just break a piece of that sweet morsel, just a morsel. That thing was actually pretty good, bro. And I can't believe mm-hmm. you got that every time. It, well, you got it so much that you like, uh, ice cream trucks out there. Mm, had three of those this week. Not going to go out there today. It's too hot. <laughs> no. Every time the ice cream truck was out there, we knew for a fact we weren't going to eat dinner until 630. We need <laughs> something in between. Mama ain't going to let you in the cupboard. Mama ain't going to let you get no oatmeal cream pie. Mama ain't going to let you get nothing. All you got is that ice cream truck. Your mama cooked you some breakfast. That's all you get. Until That's then. all you get. When I, when I grew up, when I grew up, all I got was breakfast. And right before Mr. Bill came home, I had to come to realization I wasn't having lunch. <laughs> so I'm over there eating my breakfast, thinking about time Mr. Bill come on. Remember Mr. Bill? Mm, 12 Mr. o'clock, Bill. T- 12 noon. Uh, I'm Mr. Bill sitting on the hill. Whatever that dude oh, was. Schoolhouse Rock? Schoolhouse Rock. <laughs> I just knew when Cartoon got off and my mom was about to watch her shows that I was like, oh, I ain't going to get no grilled cheese. I ain't going to get nothing. Uh-uh. You took your behind outside. And when I ice cream truck, you had to catch your mom at the right time in between commercials. You had to catch your mom at a time where she was happy, where she's talking to one of her sisters or something, when she was all just, you know, excited to be like, mom, can I get a dollar? Mom, can I get a dollar? Mm-hmm. And you get a dollar, you run out there and that's the only thing you had until about 630. <laughs> BD had breakfast, lunch, a snack, and dinner. Bruh, the only the only thing, the only person that would talk to me sometimes was my stomach, bruh. <laughs> Talking back to me, I'm like, bruh, I know we're gonna eat soon. We're gonna be all right. Wow, bro. Wow. And that's why 1,300 videos, 53,000 subscribers, <laughs> six books, two card games later. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Consistent was born. Mm. Anyway. All right. I'm glad you had that experience. I'm glad you uh, guys were able to witness it here on the Good Guys Podcast. Hmm. Um. All right. So we are down uh, to the last segment of the show. All right. It is One's Gotta Go. So we're going to stay in a theme uh, with summer and outdoors and childhood, mm-hmm. we're mm. going to talk about... The waffle, BD. That waffle's still hitting you? Mm. 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 Give me one second, BD. Take it's for all, all the years, bro. Take all the time you need. Side note while you finish chewing... My kids have managed to tear through. I had four boxes of Captain Crunch. We're down to one box. 
half of one box in one week. Bro, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, only have one or two kids. Woo. One or two. I'm going to go no less than, oh, yeah, I might, I'm going to do two kids, bro. I'm trying to get two birds with one stone. <laughs> that would be nice. Don't do that. I just want twins. Go ahead, give me a boy or a girl, and I'm good to go. Mm-hmm. Because, bro, okay. having four sons, three boxes and four sons? That's the thing. I got four of them, but man, it's <clears> all boys. Like, if I had a couple girls, you know, they're not going to eat nothing. I got four wow. boys. They done tore through all that Captain Crunch. I thought I was going to have Captain Crunch on deck for like the next month. Nope. Boy, was I wrong. I'll tell you one thing. When I have kids, bro, I'm going to have a separate refrigerator with a key code lock on it. And it's going to be like, listen, I don't mind supplying them with what they want, but I'm going to make sure they don't touch what I have. That's all I ask. Just don't touch my stuff. But they're going to touch it anyway. I said the same thing about my wife and all my stuff is touched. It's not, you know, the stuff is no longer yours. Mm-mm. All right. Last segment. One's got to go. <clears throat> One's gotta go. We're talking childhood summertime activities. Ooh, that's a go. One of these four has got to go. All right. So we've got the slip and slide. We've got outdoor football. Okay. We've got riding bikes. Yeah, yeah. And of course, we've got hooping. Now, before you guys think of anything, you know I'm the reverend. We're not talking about hooping as far as preaching. Mm-mm. We're talking about basketball. Talking about basketball. Whew, that's a good one. Joshua Ezzy. Which one's got to go? <clears throat> well, since we had different childhood uh, experiences, um, maybe ours uh, outdoor activities were a little bit different. Okay, Slip inside for me wasn't like 50 yards, wasn't 10 yards, wasn't something that you see on the commercials. No, it was more like saran wrap on some grass. Okay, oh, and you put saran some water, saran wrap, put some water. See, so, you know, as a poor, poor kid, you had to improvise. <laughs> <clears throat> That's it. it. That's why I'm able to. I'm so good at what I do because I had to improvise. I'm a resource for God because if I wanted fun, I had to utilize what I had. You know what I'm saying? So while mom was asleep, I'll go get that little plastic saran wrap. Yes, I'm going to get a whooping. Yes, I'm going to get a whooping, but that's mom's saran wrap. What I did was, I was like, look, y'all, y'all want to have slip and slide? Everybody's <laughs> like, yeah. I said, okay, my mom got some. I'm going to go in here. The thing was only about maybe 11 feet. You know what I'm saying? Our slip and slide was like a slip. <laughs> it wasn't a slide. <laughs> It was a, it was I can't a imagine there being too much sliding involved. No, it's just slip. Like. You slip and you just get out the other way, let the other kids slip, and then we had the rest was imagination. So you you'll see me, you'll see me like this. I slipped, and all you see me is my eyes closed, thinking I'm still sliding. Wee, wow, yeah! And I'll get up and go back in the back of the line. It was just a slip, no slide. <laughs> Because listen, in the hood, there's no even grass. There's no even grass. You're talking about gravel, roots, and then grass. That sounds like an injury just waiting to happen. Yeah, bro, yeah, we got injured, but man, what else we had? It was hot. (laughs) We got water. We slipped. And we imagined the slide. That's it. Mm. 
So when you saw us slide in our minds, we was going down smooth, not knowing that we just hit our forehead on a root and our elbow in a rock. But it didn't matter because in our imagination, we was not hit. We slid in peace. All right. All right. Um, slip and slide was number one. What was your? Well, let me do mine, BD. Okay, go ahead. Outdoor football. Punks couldn't play this the way mm. we played it. Romance sport. We didn't play our outdoor football because in the hood there was more gravel than grass. Mm-hmm. We played football in the streets. Listen, <clears throat> we played the type of football, bro, that you if you you can't do listen, you couldn't get away with that um Odell Beckham catches. You couldn't get away mm. with going through the middle. If you get hit, you hit in that gravel. Okay, this was tackle football on on gravel. Listen, some of us was like, do we really want to play today? No, we're going to play today because there's nothing else to do. (laughs) Because if we, there was more street in the hood than there was grass. So where else are we going to play football? (sighs) Everybody, and it was, you got to throw. Every every play was a Hail Mary with us as kids. (laughs) There was no straight, there was no coming through the middle because we own concrete. It's all about jumping and landing and not getting hit. It's all about one pass. It was all Hail Marys. Uh, okay. What was the next one? Oh, riding bikes. Oh, never mind. <clears throat> Let me tell you your story. Y'all listening? Oh, boy. This is... <sighs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Share I don't even know truth. what they called them. It was it was very depressing. It was 16-speed, 18-speed, what they're called? Yeah, the 18-speed. It was... Um, Huffy. 1996, I believe. Between 96 and 99, it was between, you know... Jordan's t- uh, uh, championships. Either way, my mom got me my first 18 speed bike. Mm. Blue with the little, like, uh, it was blue with the, it was metallic blue with silver um, little designs in it. I was walking a lot before then, and it was the prideful moment. I couldn't wait to get that bike outside the day after Christmas, let, on Christmas Day, to let everybody know I can ride with them. I got tired of running behind the kids, keeping up with them. But when my mom says, son, I no longer want to see you run. I want to see you ride. And my mom took me to that Walmart and I was able to pick my bike from the top top thing. And none of us could reach it. So the guy had to bring my bike down. And I stood there in confidence like, that's <laughs> my bike. But I didn't take that bike home right away because it had to go to Laraway. Either way. <laughs> It had to go the little way. But at that moment, as I saw they ride that bike, they roll that bike behind the counter, and my mom did the paperwork to ensure that's my bike, that was beautiful. Because I knew that was my bike, but it wasn't my bike then. Right? <laughs> the day before Christmas, though, mom gets the bike out of the little way. I'm glad because most situations you don't get that gift until after. Thank God. I was able to, my mom was able to get out of the little way. It wasn't even Walmart, it was Kmart. Got it off the little way at Kmart. I had my bike down there. And don't think that we had a tree tree. It was a tree on the counter, okay? It was a bike over there by the tree. It was on the counter. We didn't have a tall tree, okay? I rode that bike for at least three, four days. <laughs> I rode that bike home. I was on time. I was there at the door before the light, street lights came on. I was there, mama. Prompt. 
I picked that bike up and rolled it in the house because in my hood, we couldn't leave the bike outside because that bike would have been gone. So I had to roll the thing inside the house and my mom's sitting there on the couch looking at me. Tears in her eyes. I said, Mama, what's wrong? Everything's okay? What, 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 what can I do? What's going on? She said, son, you know we need lights, right? You know we need bills, right? We, you know, you need to eat. You need to be able to see where you're going in the home. I said, yeah, mommy, what, what must I do? I can, get, I can give you, you know, the socks. You need me to give you the socks back. You can take the socks back. You can take the, the sweater. Did grandma give you a receipt for the sweater? We can take that back. I'm over there standing in front of my bike. I'm like, no, like, what you, what you mean? <laughs> I'll get anything else in this house of mine is yours. You know, do I need to go out here and sell something? Mama, tell me what's going on. She says, son, you got to take that bike back. One of the worst days of my life. Not only did she take my bike back, but she took my basketball. That was, that was <clears throat> before this happened, it was the best Christian of my life. After this happened, it was the worst Christmas. My, my uncle, the day before, helped me set up my basketball goal. I, it was, fellas, listen to me. This was when my hoop dream was at its conception. This was when I can take my shots anytime. This was when everybody comes see me when they want to hoop. They come to me, and my mom took my bike and my basketball goal. Yes, we had lights on. Yes, yes, we had running water. But I had to run after those all my friends on their bikes. Mm. So riding bikes in the brief moment that I had a bike was amazing. Okay. But after that, bro, last but not least, hooping. Hooping got to stay. Can't say nothing else about that. Easy. <clears throat> all right, Brandon. Mm. Which okay. one of these got to go? Um, so for me, the slip and slide experience was definitely, uh, slightly different. Mine looked more like the, uh, more like the popular commercial, uh, that was out there in the 90s. Hi, mate. What do you do when you see a crocodile? You run, you slide, you hit the pump, take a dive. It's Crocodile Mile, the great water slide with splashdown pool. And the incredible boomerang bump that sends you flying. Watch out for the crocs. You run, you slide, hit the bump, take the dive. Crocodile Moyle with boomerang bump and giant splashdown pool from Marshall. We have Kiss, smiling, green, bright color yep. slides. Wow. Yep. You run, you slide, you hit the ramp, you take a dive. Yep. That was me. There was a ramp? Not on yours, but yes. <laughs> it was a wreck. <laughs> Got jokes, bro? Y'all had ramps? Y'all actually climbed upstairs a ramp, bro? No, like you slide, and then they had like a little, like a little, it was like a little inflatable ramp you went off of, and then you landed in like a mini little pool thing. What? Yeah. Y'all had a mini water park? You mean to tell me you slid and you, you was in the air? And then you splash into some water? For a millisecond or so, yeah. Yeah. So Slip and Slide was fun. Slip and Slide was good times. Um, Saran Wrap, that sounds like... Yeah, that, that sounds very dangerous. 
I wouldn't recommend that. Uh, outdoor football. Um, Saturday mornings, brisk Saturday mornings, we would all gather up into uh, my friend Robbie's minivan. We'd go to the local YMCA on the football field and we'd what about playing t- uh, two-hand touch football on the football fields. So you mean to tell me y'all gathered into a minivan, mm-hmm. rode to a neighborhood field? That's where you play football. Yeah. Stretched, mm-hmm. warmed up. Calisthenics, had, some, some light calisthenics. Had Gatorade mm-hmm. presence. Yes. You know how we refreshed ourselves? <laughs> huh? The water hose. <laughs> that nasty tasting but refreshing water hose. No, no. <clears throat> Actually, it wasn't the water hose. That was when I was older. We had to bend over and twist the knob. <laughs> Straight from the spigot. Straight from the spigot. <laughs> and y'all over there with your little cleats, with your matching <laughs> Nike shorts and Nike shirt, actually probably had flag football gear, over there doing warm-up passes and picking teams. Ne- Do a quick five-yard out, Johnny. <laughs> wow I, I love you dad alright um riding wow. bikes riding bikes was always oh fun gosh. Oh um you know we'd ride down the street with the proper safety uh, equipment you know hood um, kids we never had helmets bro <laughs> you over there got great bike posture and everything <laughs> it's you with a helmet I mean, it's not safe. You're supposed to wear a helmet when riding a bike. I mean, that's... Well, nobody told us. Mom couldn't afford a bike and a helmet. And plus, most helmets, I I couldn't fit no helmet. (laughs) So I was lose-lose. Darn if I did, darn if I don't. Riding bikes was lit, though. Like, we would... Did you ever ride like on the uh we'd ride on the bike and then like you hop on the uh the handlebars and like ride like that? So you stood on the handlebars? Like you would like you would be going and then you would like hop on and sit on top of the handlebars, like while riding no, and steer no, yourself around. I, nah. Um what I, the only the only tricks that I knew how to do was just standing. Standing, ride with no hands. Um, I didn't really, because, you know, listen, I, my, most of my body didn't grow into my head size until later. So I had to be careful. You know, if I ride my bike and I'm out there on the handlebars, bro, I'm guaranteed to get not, you know, get hurt. Yeah, yeah that happened. I had to go to the hospital one time and get stitches. I well, you had, in, you had insurance? We did have insurance. Wow. If I got hurt, you just hurt. Mama ain't taking no hospital. Um, you heard, you heard. You, you, mama ain't paying for that. You shouldn't. My, all you got, all, not Stop only did crying. you get hurt, not only did you get hurt, you got yelled at. You got yelled at for getting hurt. Mama, it wasn't even my fault. Why you get hurt? Now you're going to be stupid looking. Tail. Stupid tail. Going riding the bike so fast. Get skinned up. You ain't going, you ain't getting no band-aid either. And stop crying too. Stop crying. I'm like, man, mama, that hurt. Stop crying. You should have rolled fast. Everything, every time you got hurt was a lesson. Yep, that was your fault. 
Why are you going so fast? And I'm like, Mama, I think my arm is broke. Oh, and? And? You shouldn't have rolled fast. No insurance. Oh, boy. Good times. Good times. Good times. Wow. <laughs> Good times when a doctor gives you a lollipop and smack you in the behind, talk about you're going to be fine in two or three days. I had to sit there and wonder if I'm ever going to ride again. <laughs> I'm sitting there just, man, I my elbow. Mama, the, funny, the funny's over. Why my elbow still hurting? Wow. Crazy, bro. Oh, man. Bruh. All right. Hooping. <clears throat> Sometimes on Saturday mornings, we would gather up in the <laughs> minivan twice a week. Gather up in the minivan and squire about to the local YMZA where we would You know what I did for hooping for the better <laughs> part of my life? An invisible goal. All I did was dribble, work on moves, and do fadeaways, and everything went in. You throw the ball high up in the air. Throw the ball high up in the air, run over there, gather it again, and oh, put your arm out. Put your arm out. (laughs) Yeah, I did all that, bro. Oh, man. Because the neighborhood goals were bent, taken off, or it was dangerous to go up there by yourself. Until I until I was old enough to, uh, when my mom put me in private school, and I was able to play ball uh, like that. But for 11 years of my life, all it was was an invisible goal. All I, all I could do was dribbles. You know, that was it. So which one's got to go? Man, whoo, hooping stays. Hooping made me the man that I am today. People, no matter where I, <clears throat> and people on Instagram, when I be posting my my wins and losses, be talking junk like they can beat me. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, if you think you can beat me, come see me then. When you in Charlotte, come see me. I will mm-hmm. give you buckets. Okay, don't let this stocky football looking dude. And I don't play like a football player. I got finesse. I got skill. Mm-hmm. My top three favorite players of all time was Pistol Pete Maravich, Michael Jordan, and Hakeem Olajuwon. So you know you getting buckets. Mm-hmm. You know you getting buckets. So hooping stays off top. No cap. No cap. <laughs> Don't even go with the sentence, but either way. Hooping stays. Whew. Riding bikes got to stay just because, bro, because if you take it away, how am I going to teach my kids how to ride? And when my when I have kids, oh, man, they're getting bikes on bikes on bikes, bro. <laughs> and they, they're going to be theirs. No lairway, no nothing. I think Good for you. the winner's got to go, BD. The slip. <laughs> the slip, no slide. The slip, the slip no slide. slide. The slip, no slide. <laughs> The slip, no slide. That's what's got to go. Because, bruh, what you just told me at that age, you mean to tell me not only do I got 20 yards of slide, <laughs> you mean to tell me after I done got some velocity and I hit that, that ramp mm-hmm. and I do a little move in the air and splash? It's pretty cool. The slip, no slide got to go. Because... Okay. All I had was a slip. Um, slip and slide outdoor football, riding bikes, hooping. Oh uh, <laughs> that was all. It was all so great for you. It's hard for you to decide. 
<laughs> it's hard to choose one. If I have to choose one, if one's got to go, um, I'll probably say outdoor football. I mean, you know, it was well, it was the least of the least of your joys. Slightly inconvenient at times. I mean, you know, two hand touch. Sometimes they would push you kind of hard, and you run to your mom, mom. <laughs> Johnny pushed me too hard. You was was you soft growing up? <laughs> Not me. Yeah, yeah, you was. You wasn't soft. It was just you was just spoiled. I was real, bro. When I went to your house for the first time and saw that y'all had over sixty nine channels, <laughs> I went to your house. Bruh, I was like, That's what you... basic cable, man. Oh, you, y'all had basic cable? No, y'all didn't. Y'all had a satellite dish. No, I'm saying 69 channels. Like, that's like the most that's basic... That's basic cable. cable. I was like, bruh, you mean to tell me it goes beyond 69? It goes beyond <laughs> the Spanish channel? It goes beyond... You mean to tell me there's nothing, there's more behind the Spanish channels? Once you hit Univision, you know you've got. Yeah, that's too far. it. You back the you back to the uh 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 the the page where it shows you what's on TV. Oh, you remember that? Oh, you had a T. You know what? You know you had money back then. We had the guide <laughs> button. Do you know how many buttons you had to push just to get to the guide button? God forbid if you're on the thirties, now you gotta. Hit there, go all the way down to, but you had an automatic guide button with the picture in picture. Anyway, <clears throat> today's moment of truth. There's a lot of people out there right now who are cold, cold hearted, cold blooded. There's so many, there's people out there right now who are lukewarm at the tip of God's mouth and being spewed out. God doesn't want us to be cold or lukewarm. Actually, he said, honestly, he said, I'd rather for you to be cold or hot. Are you hot today? Are you hot for God? Are you hotter than a summer, spring day in Charlotte? Are you hot for him? Are you cold? Are you comfortable? Are you complacent? Are you lukewarm? Are you hope between two opinions? Is there one foot in the world and one foot with God? How can a man walk straight going in two different directions? Are you hot? Because God is saying, hey, I'd rather for you to be hot or cold, but if you're lukewarm, I'll spew you out of my mouth. God wants you hot today. I know it can be inconvenient sometimes to be hot for him. Noah, I know it can be difficult, but God wants you to stay ablaze for him. Are you litty? Are you lit? Are you flamed? Not flaming, sorry. <laughs> Not flaming. But are you on fire for God? Look at your temperature today and see where you are. Are you on fire or are you lukewarm? That's my moment of truth today, BD. It's just a moment just for you to think, just for you to think of where you are in life. That's it. Well said, Joshua Ezzy, as usual. Hey, he said, I want you to be hot. You know how many people out there think they on hot on fire for God, BD, but they're not. How many people kick God out of their relationships, ignoring the red flags, want to be cold and lukewarm? Listen, y'all got to make a decision today. 
Because listen, I'd rather be hot for God in this world than be hot separated from him eternally in hell. So you got a choice. I'm going to be hot now so I could be cool later, walking on those gold streets, walking with the Father in the cool of the day. Be hot now or be hot later. Mm. That's a word for the children today. Mm. Hey. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm going to, I think you're done this time. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. Yeah. I'm um, okay. Uh, thank you guys for watching the good guys podcast and rocking with us i hope you guys enjoyed the podcast today as always if you like what you are watching hit that subscribe button hit the hit the, hit the bell so you can get the post notifications all right if you have any friends that you think might like the podcast tell your friends about the podcast check us out on ig uh, soon we will be on facebook as well uh, keep posted on our youtube channel uh, for updates throughout the week as well all right. Um, other than that, that's all we've got today. Uh, I am a father of four. I don't know what Josh is doing, but it's very loud and distracting right now. He's eating another taco taco. So for Joshua Ezzy, the Reverend, I am Brandon Dixon. We are the Good Guys Podcast. He is enjoying a taco taco for the first time ever in his life. And we are out. Peace.